Hello and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing with Dr. Tyler Woods, Ph.D. Please remember this show does not diagnose illness or prescribe treatments. Please see your primary care physician for such needs. Now let's take the holistic journey with Dr. Tyler Woods. Hi, this is Dr. Tyler Woods, and welcome to Holistic Mental Health and Healing. And thank you, Anchor FM, for being there so people can hear our podcasts. I want to talk to you today about um, something that's kind of new as far as a diagnosis, and I'm seeing more and more of it. And First, let me give you the, the back story, and we'll talk about this new mental health issue. Um, about five days ago, my spouse turned 60, and would you believe it, it rained or it uh, snowed in Tucson. Now, in Tucson, Arizona, it doesn't snow, and I mean it snowed all day. So our plans for what we had planned for their 60th went down the tube, and we planned a... Um, kind of like an emergency birthday party, so to speak. It was a spare-of-the-moment thing. And so we did that, and uh, we were excited, and they were going to share pictures on Facebook with their family. So we posted a few of the pictures of them blowing out the candles and whatnot. And the next day, I got this terrible um, instant message saying, why post about gatherings publicly when you didn't invite certain friends? It's hurtful. I thought you were my friend too. And why do you have to post publicly? And I said, you know, we were kind of last minute thing. And, you know, we can't afford to invite everybody. We'd have to rent a hall because we have a lot of friends. So um, just, you know, get over it basically. And then they said, well, then don't post anymore because it's hurtful to find out that you don't matter. And kind of what I said was, oh, dear God, please. Um, you, you're not allowed to control how I post. And she went on and on and on about how she's bought dinner over and has cooked. And I mean, it was it was almost scary. And um, but what when it turned scary was when they kept doing it seven hours later until we figured out we could block them and not engage with them. So what caused this person to go off on the deep end and try to use control and tell you that you can't post and you can't have parties unless they're invited? Well, many people grow up with fears around abandonment, and some are just plagued by these fears pretty consistently throughout their life. And they're worried they're going to be rejected by their peers or their loved ones or their entire social circle, whether it's multimedia circle or whether it's uh, the, the social circle that they do have. They have a fear of fear of being missing something, a fear of missing being left out. And so um, the other thing that we call it is uh, FOMO, fear of missing out. And it's a general anxiety disorder, basically. And what it consists of is um, people get anxious over the idea that others might be having a fulfilling experience in life without them. Now, others could take it a bit further and describe 
fear of missing out or FOMO as being a social anxiety, which really needs treatment. And it's characterized by the continuous need to be connected with the activities of other people. Now, sometimes FOMO can turn nice people into almost sociopathic behaviors, as in this person had no problems dedicating seven hours of their life trying to argue how left out they are. And it got really um, unpleasant. So let's talk about FOMO. Now, some of the signs of FOMO would include these people tend to attach real quickly, like you can have a dinner with them, and before you're even done with dinner, they're asking when the next time it is that they're going to see you. Uh, some of these people expect you to text them instantly when they send you a text or have their phone calls return within an hour, which would be impossible if you have a job. These people are very reluctant to fully commit to anything. Um, that includes when you invite them to do certain things and they don't show up. Suddenly they can have illnesses or plagued by pain or another commitment came up and um, none of that's true. So they are very hard to please, but they aim to please. They feel often insecure and unworthy. They find it very hard to trust people. They're jealous. They can't follow boundaries very well. They tend to overthink things and then look for the hidden meaning in everything. They're hypersensitive to any kind of criticism. They have to be right. You have to be wrong. And they have repressed anger and control issues. So here's the thing. Are you or do you know someone caught in the FOMO cycle? Now, you're probably, if you are, you're not feeling so great about your life because you see, FOMO often originates in unhappiness, um, low self-esteem, anxiety and addiction disorders, high levels of fear or of missing out. Now, the problem with FOMO is the individuals that it impacts, they seem to be looking outward rather than inward. They don't know how to make themselves happy. So they look out to make people make them happy because they can't do it on their own. The fear of missing out means you're not participating in the real world, basically. You're too concerned about what might be passing you by. Why didn't they call back? Well, because it's only been two hours and they're at work. Why didn't they text? Well, because it's only been 20 minutes. Put your phone down and go do something. But see, people with FOMO pay more attention to others rather than their own selves. And that's the problem. Now, here's the thing. How do we deal with this? Because as you know, this is a disorder that is affecting about 20% of our population. And I would say it depends. Although treating the fear itself is critical, because this is about fear, it's also essential to build up a feeling of belonging. So rather than focusing all their energy on um, having them being devoted to others so that they'll be invited or whatever, um, the best way that you can treat FOMO is, it's so simple, it's simply with gratitude. You see, 
people who feel very insecure, gratitude is probably their best defense. I always say it's hard to feel powerful and pitiful at the same time. And see, to me, gratitude is very powerful. So when you have something as powerful as gratitude on your side, it's hard to feel pitiful. People who have gratitude are less likely to be depressed, anxious, lonely, envious, neurotic, or psychotic. Gratitude is one of the most scientifically validated ways to increase self-esteem and happiness and joy. Gratitude is essential. Imagine losing the things that you're lucky to have, like let's say this setup that I'm using to record this podcast. I'm very grateful I can have all this, but imagine if it was gone. So I become grateful for every little thing and appreciate everything around me. See, grateful people experience higher levels of positive emotions such as joy, love, optimism, happiness, and gratitude as a discipline protects us from destructive impulses of envy, resentment, greed, bitterness. I mean, this person that did this to us was experienced all that. And I'm grateful it happened because it had me look at what the problem is and I get to share with people not only the story of what happened, but there really is a diagnosis. People who experience gratitude can cope more effectively with everyday stress so you don't go around screaming at people, don't post on Facebook because it didn't include me. People who have gratitude show increased uh, resilience in the face of trauma-induced stress. They recover more quickly from illness, and they really have a healthier physical and mental health. I mean, that's just the bottom line. So fear of missing out, FOMO, starts with sadness. Now, I believe social media makes it far worse. It doesn't make it better. Facebook isn't evil, but relying on it for happiness to see what you're missing out on, no. That is not healthy. And in my case, the person who became obsessed and out of control should have recognized that they were doing something wrong, that they were unhappy and they were controlling, saying you're not allowed to post your memories on Facebook, you're not allowed to do this unless I'm invited. They became a victim. And that's where it gets difficult. So listen, another way to cope with FOMO is rather than chasing after what you missed, try practicing being present in your life. Go ahead and live in a non-judgmental awareness of your moment-to-moment experiences. Otherwise, be mindful in this moment and not longing for someone else's moment. I certainly would think meditation would help because meditation helps with anxiety and can actually change gray matter in the brain. So maybe these people that have FOMO can uh, meditate while they're experiencing that intense fear and anger of feeling left out. Um, The most recommendation for people who are struggling with uh, FOMO, fear of missing out, 
includes taking a break from social media and focusing more on the environment and people around them in the present moment. Now this would give the, in your brain, the amygdala, a break from perceiving threat and reduce stress and anxiety. FOMO is anxiety caused by feeling like you're missing out on something. And people use social media as that weapon for their mass distraction. Um, so if you're feeling it, go for a walk. If you're feeling left out, go to a movie, go to a coffee house, get off social media and do something. Now the next big one that we have to talk about is admitting that you have an anxiety disorder. Fear of missing out is not fun because it feels like you're missing out on all the fun stuff. Now, you have to begin to acknowledge your insecurity and you have to be ready to start facing it's a problem. So admit the issue and get confidential help. There's no need to go on social media and tell the world you're getting help. Just get help so you can have relief. Yeah, we live in a world full of social influences and people are going to have parties. And if you're like me, I've got a lot of friends. If I was to invite every person last minute, I'd also have to rent a hall so we could be comfortable. I can't do that. So we're selective on different times people can come and go. And we kind of enjoy that, as do most of our healthy friends. But here's what you have to do. The world is full of social influences. It's not going to go away soon. So just be aware that these influences, especially things like Facebook and Twitter, um, that, you know, Instagram, that they all have an impact on you. And you will be more than likely to get that that impact should be temporary so you can move on. But if you can't move on, stop your suffering and learn to live in peace by getting help. And if you can't move on, then learn to get some help and know it's okay to get the help you need so you can live in peace. For now, this is Dr. Wood saying, walk in peace.